and welcome to the very, 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 very first Figures podcast. I'm gonna give the word to uh, the high high chief. Oh no, you're not the high chief, right? You you want the last word, but you're not. Like your wife is the highest. Yeah, she's high, she's high chief. <laughs> is I'm that like, how it works? I'm like, I'm like regular chief. <laughs> I'm gonna give the word to the regular chief. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, uh, my name is uh, Eric, um, coach of uh, Vigorous CrossFit. I'm here with the, the team. Um, Kelly is uh, uh, so generous to just uh, lend her her, uh, her lend us her skills in terms mm-hmm. of like you know um, doing the podcast with us. Um, Mike is here with us, uh, one of our coaches as well, and Mr. Miles, um, also our coach at VC. Uh, so we're going to be starting off this podcast, the the four of us, um, and basically we'll just uh, you know guide you guys through uh, um, some of the aspects of CrossFit, um, bring things more down to earth because it's it's a lot less scary than what people usually think or see online and what if, what they would hear um, at least here with us. Um, and so basically we want to have this podcast for you guys, for those that are looking into CrossFit, knowing, um, and looking for more information or for people that, um, are interested in eventually doing this, but you don't know, you have some stumbling blocks. So we're here actually to talk about topics that will kill the taboos, um, or put things into perspective, make things realistic. Uh, that's what this is for. And also bring, you know, some, uh, some lighter to deeper topics in terms of like, some actual events, uh, things that we we personally are planning over here to highlight you guys a little bit. Um, so basically, that's it. Um, but also to interview, right? Members. Yes, correct. Thank you very much. Members for members, bro. Members for members. Members for members. Yeah, and also like you know, bring it. To, it's not always going to be us talking. So um, you know, you'll, you'll you'll hear mostly like uh, Kelly talking and interviewing an athlete with one of us. Uh, you know, and, and just bringing the whole thing of CrossFit. Not uh, from the coach's perspective, but from everyone's perspective. Uh, because, you know, we all see different things. And I think that's just... Uh, but you guys know I have the best uh, way how to see things. So... <laughs> <laughs> Always one rep maxing out. I know, right? I know. Also with podcasts. Always maxing out. <laughs> um, so we'll be um, uh, starting off today's podcast. We wanted to do something a little bit... Um, light first um so we wanted to talk about uh a current event that's coming up um and the crossfit open um and crossfit in general for us um so the coaches will just you know hook up on some train of thoughts uh in that and i guess what's important that uh you know we want to discuss like okay uh the open is coming and maybe you can explain what the open is like in your opinion yeah why why is it called the open it's called the Open because it really is open to everybody. It's an elite competition at the end, and it's the qualifiers for an elite competition, but it was open to everybody from the beginning. Anybody that did CrossFit could join in this global... Yeah, uh, because... Global, it was American at the start, but it was now global. Why yeah. Why is there, like... Maybe explain, like, why is the Open for? Well, originally, it was it's a, a entry into a competition. Yeah. It's your qualifier for a competition. But um, that's not how I see it. Okay. That's not how I've ever seen it. I look at it, because uh, I've been doing CrossFit for 10 years, but I've only done the Open for the last four years. And the reason I started doing it is because I wanted to just see how I was doing as I got older yeah, yeah. relative to my cohort, my subset of the population. So it was like, you know, 
Have I survived this year? Am I still as good as I was relative to my age or even better than the previous year? So it's like a massive global whiteboard. So you kind of just have to have a little bit of like step back from the ego because there's some crazy, crazy athletes out there that are always going to be better than you. There's always going to be somebody that's got these massive scores and you just have to go in saying, why do I do it? I'm going to do it because I need to have a look and see how I am relative to others. You know? Yeah, because the so because the open is something you do for the CrossFit Games, right? That's, That's the original, the original yes, idea, yeah, right? Qualifying. And then First, you can register, and then on the hand of a leaderboard, you know where you stand exactly. from the whole world. And that's right. kind of why I stepped away from yeah. it because it's like, oh my god, these workouts, and you know, you're comparing yourself against these really crazy, crazy athletes. But there are there's another aspect of the open. It gives you a big data set, and I'm a data person. I'm a, I, I'm, I studied sciences and statistics, and I want to see where I stand on the whiteboard. Yeah. And this is a whiteboard of two hundred thousand people. Yeah, you know, not all my age for sure. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I mean, my age. <laughs> I guess it's nice to see, like you know, uh, where you globally are standing statistics-wise. Um, you know, it, it just brings everything to a little bit more of a global perspective. It's like, you know, your, your bubble becomes a little bit bigger. Um, but Marijke last year, uh, she did pretty well in the did Open. Did you do? Yeah. Um, but did you by do? accident. <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, so I joined the Open. It was my second time, I think. And uh, How long have you been doing CrossFit? Uh, two and a half years. Two and a half oh, years. it's not that long. No, so I just joined the Open and Miles and uh, Susan was helping, were helping me out a little bit. I was doing the workouts. I was like, okay, okay, that was fun. And I was now the Open was done. And I remember I said that I think to a friend, like, okay, I'm going to take a week off and uh, take a chill day. And uh, I done the Open. And then I got an email like, hey, you're invited to the quarterfinals. And it starts oh in my two God, days and it's for a so weekend. Cool. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> how did that happen and i was like checking the leaderboard and i was like oh wow and then yeah then it was a weekend of um of workouts and yeah it was it was insane it was super fun and it surprised me but also motivated me like i just went did the workout like just see what happens mm-hmm. and then suddenly i was uh through to the next round i was like oh wow i'm doing better than i think i am yeah so it really <laughs> motivated me yeah, yes yeah. yeah oh that's so cool to hear yeah, so I've never registered for the Open, like officially, because mm-hmm. I don't want to <laughs> compare myself to the rest <laughs> of the world, <laughs> because I know I'm going to be very low. But, and I also think, yeah, I don't know, maybe it was a money thing that I think, why should I register? I think that's it. But I've always done, last year I did all the workouts in the gym, because I think that's so cool. We're going to do it here also, right? That yeah, yeah. you can do so... the workouts. So. I did that like in the gym to do the workouts just to see how I would perform in mm-hmm. an open workout because that's like something all different than a normal what for me. Yeah, I think maybe it's uh, interesting to talk about. It's like, yeah, usually money money would be a thing, right? So um, to officially register for the open, it costs $20, Yeah. right? And then there's a lot of people that, you know, we think that way. I used to think that way. It's like, oh no, it's $20 out of my pocket. and. I'm going to be participating in the Open where all top athletes are going to be outperforming me. Yeah. So I think like the question is like, is it worth it? And I don't know. If I, I would do CrossFit a lot, I think it would be worth it. Because 
as Miles said, you can see yourself each year and you can see like where you stand. You can see how you did a workout. And if you are planning to do CrossFit more, mm-hmm. you can see, oh, I did a workout like three years ago, uh, something point something. And yeah. I did that number. And now we're doing it again because mostly you do towards the open. I think we did t- today. Now we're filming this. You did an open workout from, I don't know, today, 2011. Yeah, yeah. And then you can like yeah. see yourself. Oh, I did. In 2011, I did that. Now I'm doing that. So I'm getting better or I'm not getting better. It's also, so that's uh, pretty cool. It's also a thing also for the experience a little bit. So it's to see to see a little bit how you do. And, but also for the experiment, ex- experience of uh, filming yourself, uh, joining a competition where everybody can join. It's also, it's uh, I don't know. I always like it because everybody does one workout. We yeah. do it all together. Everybody films it. And. It's like you talk about, okay, how did it go for you? How was it? And then you see then uh, on Instagram, on YouTube, other people from all over the world doing the same world doing the same workout. I don't know, it's kind of fun. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, but that's like that's why I like doing the open in the gym also because you have like everyone is like towards yeah. the same goal. Yeah, I think one thing what's better. important is that it, it becomes a, a a live event. You know, I mean, we do workouts every day. So what's the difference between? doing regular workouts and open workouts. I mean, t- yeah, just like today we did 20, 20.11, uh, no, what, uh, 11.5, <laughs> that's 2011, fifth workout. Um, but the thing is, is that um, that moment when everybody in the whole world, all the affiliates, right, are doing exact same workout, you know, that has, well, CrossFit calls it magic, you know, I, I call it magic as well, but it makes you, it makes you want to do better. Yeah. And I mean, like I've been doing the open for years after years now. Have I scored high? Um, no, I wouldn't necessarily say so. Not uh, as high as I would want to. But um, it's interesting to see is like how some workouts just leave a mark. Yeah. You know, uh, or like a memory or a feeling uh, with me. Um, and I think that's interesting. And, and that's kind of what we want to pass through uh, as well to our athletes. Is like, you know, when you see someone... Um, like doing a skill that's you know a little bit more advanced and you don't have that it it does push you to get better yeah. at the end of the day and also you know hearing a couple of no reps on the side I mean yesterday I got I got no reps by mouse you know it's like, but what what does a no rep mean what's a no rep uh, no rep is, is is basically when a standard well mouse I mean, like, uh, you yeah know <laughs> <laughs> no rep <laughs> to set a level playing field for everybody there has to be a standard of movement so, yeah uh, say you're doing a front squat as it was yesterday your shoulder hip knee has to be lined up you have to stand up tall yeah before you drop the bar so when you're doing lots and lots of quick reps we kind of forget yeah that oh, we have these yeah. standards because everybody is to make it a level play of the playing field everybody has to be judged by the same standard yeah so if you don't stand up tall then the rep no is rep not complete it. yeah it's a no rep oh okay so and, it, and there are standards in judging for almost every movement so that that level playing field is the same. So nobody's shorting a movement and then yeah. you can do something a lot quicker. Like a, a squat goes all the way down. Yeah, <laughs> If right. we only go like halfway down to one, you know, You're doing half parallel with the legs, that's not the same amount of work. It's not the same amount of effort. So yeah. it has to be. And, and it might be harsh, you know, to like hear a no rep. I mean, like I was shocked. I was like, what? You know, I was like, no rep. But then... At the heat of the moment, you just okay. You just, you just gotta make the rep again, and I can perfectly understand that for a beginner to hear like, you know, to get a no rep uh, might be hard. But I think that's what we're gonna be 
setting the tone differently. It's like um, we personally, as, as the coaches team, we want to have uh, our athletes gain that experience of a little bit of competitiveness, but at the same time, uh, have them under a care. So, you know, we are going to be strict on movement standards. Um, and obviously, if someone had, doesn't have the mobility yet, yeah, then, then you know, um, uh, it'll be working out a little bit differently. But in any case, you know, there'll still be that nurturing, that caring aspect there um, during the Open. So I think it'll be, I think it'll be a really interesting, uh, interesting part. And I hope actually with this, um, you know, podcast and also um, with the males and how we tell it to everybody, more and more people will actually join in the Open. Um, so the Open is starting the, in February, right? Yeah, end of February. End of February. Yeah. Okay, so what's how are you gonna do it here? Like, every, is it every Saturday? I, I saw something about Saturdays. Yeah. So the the goal or the the game plan is is basically um, CrossFit releases uh, the workout. So twenty two point one um, on Thursday, their timeline is in Pacific time. So that will be meeting for us Friday early morning here. Okay. Right? Yeah. So what we will do is obviously we're analyze the workout make a game plan, a couple of strategies, uh, but also organize that immediately for the next day. So it's going to be also a busy three weeks for us because we'll be uh, doing a lot of micromanaging uh, at the same time and adjustments. Um, but on Saturday, uh, you know, people will be able to register on heats. Um, so when they want to do the workout, uh, that is excluding the warm-up and the briefing. So we'll have moments throughout the day where we'll, we'll brief athletes that do not or need briefing. And then there'll be like a 15-minute warm-up before the before the heat begins. Um, we are going to try and make a little bit of a party out of it. So, uh, uh, Alex... Um, oh, party. Yeah. Now you got yeah. me interested. Uh, Alex will be, uh, will be DJing for oh, us. Oh, nice. Yeah, so, yeah. It's, uh, you know, uh, it's going to be uh, good music, at least in that case. Um, so, when you sign in, that means it's go time, right? Yeah. If yeah. you say it's 10 o'clock, I sign at 10 o'clock. I have yes. to be ready, warm everything yeah but the workout might differ uh, so yeah. other times like the workout for today was 20 minutes um that's the thing though is we don't know what yeah what you, 22 yeah. All will be um it could be a seven minute workout but in any case that's going to be our main thing our main focus so as much as possible yeah we we are going to be needing uh, uh some extra hands on this like so for those that are interested in, in learning how to judge an athlete or uh, you know, just uh, giving some uh, extra hands and with setting up over here. Obviously, okay, cool. our athletes are more than welcome to uh, to participate in that. And I think what you said, by the way, about pushing uh, yourself a little bit more in the open, I think now with, we have the DJ and then do it together. Also, uh, the movements you've been working on during the classes and during the workouts uh, and practicing and stuff, sometimes during the competition, I think Miles, you had one too, I had my first bar muscle up during oh, competition. Nice. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people have their first skill movement or first uh, PR maybe on a certain way. Had it in competition because you have the adrenaline, you have the vibe, you have the support. And then it, that's the difference I think sometimes between normal workouts is you have a, a slightly, yeah. It's easy, yeah. Yeah, you have a slightly more adrenaline. It's a, a higher motivation. Yeah. So I got my first bar muscle up and my first ring muscle ups doing open workouts. Oh, nice! And I was—I'm always a little cautious of ring muscle ups because I've had the shoulder injury. I was like, oh, do I do them? Do it. I'll try it. Do it because it's the open. It's only giving a couple of reps. Well, in the end, I think I got four or five reps. 
which put me up 10,000 places. Oh, nice. <laughs> because you either have or you haven't. And if you get one, you maybe get one. But it makes sometimes makes a huge difference. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm going to yeah, push myself. I'm going to really concentrate on that skill. And it is universally a motivator yeah. to really push that little bit harder. You get the, I will just try. I, I'm going to try this exactly. time. Yeah. I'll just see. And then sometimes it goes like, yeah. Because now my question is when you just said that about the motivation is how what kind of mindset did you brought did brought you to that moment that you thought okay let's go let's try it. Well, I've always been trying to get the muscle ups and uh, get that because it's a super strength and coordination and all the rest of it. Um, and I was like, okay, it sets a deadline, and I think that's always the thing with competitions. They set deadlines to acquire skills so yeah. it, it's it focuses you and i think that's what helped me is i started looking around in, in ways you know other skills other coaches online see what advice they could give just to do that and one coach i found had a really good way of just like okay if you start from this perspective start here try that okay it's a it's a different you would normally do a muscle up that way but it's okay okay and it's a good trigger point to start why not try it because I have the, I have a deadline but did you had only had one focus point or were there more because I find it hard in like in CrossFit to just focus on getting better at one thing because you want to be better at everything at once yeah, and it's, <laughs> it's, to me it's always the blessing and the curse of CrossFit there is so many things to learn which is wonderful <laughs> so many things to learn which is so fucking excuse me my friend yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's frustrating it's frustrating that you've got toes to bar, you've got muscle ups and you've got pull ups and just a bar and you've got handstand push. There's so many things, not to mention Olympic weightlifting. Each one of these things is incredibly fun to learn if you're into trying to learn movements. However, they're also frustrating because you only get the meter. So focusing is yeah. often a hard thing, especially if you're just doing it for one or two days a week. And that's what I think this this and some of the smaller competitions are really fun is that they give you that focus point you have to get it done by then yeah and that's really useful and you can also scale a lot yeah so that's and, pretty and cool. what's where's the risk where's the risk if you don't get it you don't get it yeah but it gives you that focus point you know nothing ventured nothing gained as i said like that quote huh i said i like that quote put it somewhere <laughs> nothing ventured nothing gained. i don't know it's no going to most probably sound weird uh, <laughs> no, yeah, well, about mindset, though. Uh, I think it's going to be nice if, if people just. Um, that's the funny thing though about mindset, right? You start coaching about mindset, and sometimes you get you get a 50-50 uh, uh, chance, right? So it's it's a it's a big gain. All of a sudden, the athlete grows about the mindset, but most people also like you know regress from that. It's like, oh no, I have to step up the game and stuff like that. So it puts stress on them. And I think with the open is that indirectly, or maybe it's actually more directly, it kind of changes the person and their perspective about improving themselves yeah you know just because like it's it's the event and i think you know i personally i'm not i'm not a very competitive guy in terms of like crossfit competition but i maybe contradictory i do like to give my best um and 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 for me my mindset is not so much as like i have to beat the other person um i just know that i can do better um it's and just you against you. Yeah, it's me yeah. against me, and that's that's what I think is 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 keeping me up 
um, not at night, but I mean like <laughs> with the open workouts every yeah, yeah, yeah. year is that, you know, um, yes, the workouts are going to be different this year. Yes, we don't know what we're going to be expecting. But at the same time, I do think it's it's a chance for me to step into that unknown and just try my best and see where it's at. And yesterday we did, we did some qualifiers and immediately you just see things that you learn about, okay, hey, we need to tackle on, you know, this in our next training segments. We're really good now in long workouts. We're really good with the, with the, with the strength components, but with the short sprints, we're gassing out and we're dying into that aspect. So um, you always learn something uh, uh, when you have the right mindset for that part. And, you know, for me, it's like I'm not destructive for myself. I think I've been there, done that. Um, and what I like to kind of just teach to everybody is just go through the process. You know, you don't have to to go like 150%. You know, the point is, is like just do your best and see what your body can do. And then from there, start building up, um, you know, with the, with the right science and the right mindset. And how do you stay motivated? Well, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't. I'm disciplined. <laughs> no, I guess, I guess like, for me, like, <laughs> me, it's true though. Oh my gosh, are we, are we getting there? Oh my no, gosh, like, you're more motivated than you're not. I feel like yeah. that. Yeah. Just going, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. you just have to drag yourself through, but you, it's, it's then it becomes just a question of consistency. And then there are times you just get excited by it and you get motivated just by the, the workouts and working out with other people, which I think CrossFit does very well. Um, that that creates and helps motivation the consistency you know, is uh, yeah. this. I, I guess like personally for me the question would be is like how do I how do I stay motivated to keep improving because training is, is something I think we all have in common is something we just do you know I mean um, I can perfectly understand in, 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 as a beginner it's like oh shit you know I, I, I'm losing motivation so I'll not go but for us it's like ah, I don't really feel like it but I'll be there you know yeah. that's who we are now um, and that's when you, when you can actually say a person is disciplined about that part. Um, but how do you stay motivated to just kind of keep improving? I don't know. It's, it's just, it's just for me, it's just is, you know I mean? Like I, I, there's movements that I like doing in CrossFit, but there is also movements that I need to improve in CrossFit. And, and for some reason, I always tend to go towards that. Hey, I need to improve in this aspect or I need to work on this, um, technique or condition or. Whatever it is, so I guess it's just a constant uh, pursuit of you know uh, of improvement, like you know virtuosity in your training. Like what what CrossFit usually talks about. What's virtuosity? Virtuosity is the uh, how do you call that? Well, basically that the constant pursuit for excellence. So you always want oh. to be better. You always want to improve. Yeah. Into you know uh, compared to what you are, so improving your training. Um, that's part for 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 CrossFit. So. And also, I think with. Motivation is to trust a little bit of process. So trust that there yeah. will be days where you feel like, man, I'm not improving. Or you feel like, hey, uh, last week I did a 30 kilo, today I did a 20. Um, but trust the process. Your body is never the same. Your body will never be 100%, like you said. And so it's trust the process. And also when the days when you feel like days where you feel like, hey, I'm, I don't feel the, I don't feel a progress. So I don't feel like getting stronger or getting fitter or getting better. Still just keep doing what you're doing. Because the consistency will, at some point, you will see the results and feel the results. So trust the process, even when you, at that moment, you might not feel like. Nice. Trust the process. Because if you turn up um, and you don't, 
you cannot, you don't feel that day you're giving the hundred percent relative to the day before, which you're not quite feeling it. You've turned up. Yeah, you did you've more. Still up. You've done more yeah. than if you wouldn't. And every day cannot be at a hundred percent. That's one thing that's very important to understand. If you do, every, I've, I've fallen into this trap that you come in and you're always trying to push each workout at RX and RX, and actually it inhibits your progress. It inhibits yeah. your development because your body cannot take it. It takes time to develop and, and, and build. And if you're always at that redlined kind of idea on a daily basis, your um, your nervous system, your brain does yeah, not take all the information. Yeah. They cannot process that. You have to take days. And this is what I've learned here is that you have to take days where you just dial it back, focus on one skill. You know, there are, obviously you want to go the hardest on, on Sundays, but there are other days you just dial it back to get the better days better. Yeah, yeah it's always long term. I know That's... for me, uh, I learned most met when now I'm doing more weightlifting. I think my motivation is now different. Where my motivation used to be like uh, going max out, doing a PR, <laughs> and be as heavy as I can. My motivation is now: oh, is the lift is it looking good? Am I pulling good? Is my like my left foot is is it not coming forward. So I find it really like for me, it changes the motivation part of it. Like now I just want to train every day and go, not go that heavy because I want to improve my technique. And I think not know I had that in myself. I was like, when I started, I was like, oh, let's go heavy every day. But your body cannot handle going heavy every day. No. And I didn't like it <laughs> going heavy every day. I wish, yeah, I wish no, yeah, I, I wish I could. <laughs> you go heavy every day, and you, you miss that wonderful feeling when the bar floats up. Yeah. And it's like the bar has got weight on it, and it shouldn't be heavy. It shouldn't be light, but it is light. Yeah. And it's like those moments of just that, that sweet yeah. spot, that flow, when you just, you just boom, and it's like, the, oh, it's above my head. How the hell yeah, did that yeah. happen? You just got that sweet spot. And that's almost as addictive. As going heavy and getting the yeah. So that's what yeah, that's what I found out. That I for me is it better to have that feeling that technique wise that yeah. everything is going right than like hitting a PR, a heavy PR. Now and now when I hit a heavy PR I just look at my video and think, Oh man, I did not do that right. I did not do that right. Yeah, because yeah. so, a heavy yeah. PR is about ego. <laughs> yeah. Whereas the other is about the process of learning. Yeah, but that that means patience. Patience, yeah, yeah man, patience. Yeah, really and bad. that process of moving forward, and um, you get each. It's like a one of those sort of puzzles where you have to click the different places into place to get I don't know the balls to fall down or the door to open or whatever it is. When you get those elements and you've done those elements enough in the right order, suddenly it just clicks into place, and like I said, the bar flies yeah. up, and it's like. Oh, that was a lot less effort than before, and there's that. Everything comes addictive. together, yeah. You know, and I know it from riding horses, from skiing, from mountain biking. All sports have that element. Yeah. When you get it right. Oh my God, it's addictive. Yeah. It's so addictive. Oh man, it's pretty cool. Let's go. Let's kill the open all together, motivated as fuck. Oh sorry. Now you're hyped up. Now I'm hyped up. Yeah, I know, right. But you know what? You know what I like. What I'm looking a little bit forward to that I saw a lot of people are gonna do it right here is the running competition. Yeah. So the the CPC, right? Yeah. Sure, yeah. I did not expect to be as 
excited about running. Did but you sign up? Oh, by almost. I think what when you almost. I think when this is on, I'm gonna I'm gonna okay. sign up. I'm gonna do the 10k people. Let's go. Let's go. I'm asking everybody here, eh? and I'm not saying. <laughs> so if I ask you, I'm sorry. <laughs> so yeah. So um, basically, the the CPC um, uh, in the Hague is a yearly thing, right? So it's a city per city, and um, there's a there's a couple of distances you can run. You can run the 5k. You can run the 10k. You can run the half marathon. Um, and the funny thing is like how we got into that and how, how it became a big event with us is basically, um, and this is where I'm happy with the community because, you know, um, one of our members uh, um, is working in a health healthcare system and basically he, he approached us and uh, said like, well, uh, are you guys interested in, in like uh, running for a good cause? And I think the, one of the reasons why it's becoming so big is just that you know, I mean, I run my kilometers, right? I mean, before, and then uh, now I'm just getting back into the running again. I can see how my body's adapting quickly to that part. But um, I wouldn't necessarily be running on my free time or no or, man or no. free will, to be honest. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, right? You know, deep in our DNA, there's a little bit something about more than 10K that we're just not willing to run every week. Um, but uh, I guess in this case, you know, it, it, it livens up and there, there's, there's a lot of people, uh, you know, joining and participating and actually going for that, for the good cause. So um, basically the healthcare organization Midden is uh, doing this event for, uh, for their, um, how do you call that, residents. And they want to create a fitness uh, activity, physical fitness activity for their residents that are physically I call that um, less capable. So I think that's a really, really good cause because, you know, obviously we support movement and we support fitness. Um, yeah, so, you know, we're working with them together and uh, everybody that runs uh, from Vigorous will be will be wearing a shirt and running for a good cause in that part. So that's hey, going to be really nice. I'm just doing it for the shirt. I'm and to help a good cause. To help a good cause. <laughs> but mainly for the shirt. But mainly for the shirt. No, but I, I also wanted to say, like, I saw why, why you were doing it. And also, like, uh, bringing the running watts I, I i really love the running watts and that's like got me my motivation got me more motivated to run more and to like when i saw more people running i, I thought like hey why not let's go for it it's also when you do uh stuff that might be not so fun but you do it together <laughs> yeah. yeah it becomes fun <laughs> so like things like running Whoa, for, my so, <laughs> for example running um I, I can understand if you think, oh, it's a bit boring, or I don't, uh, I don't go outside when I'm at home and chilling. I don't want to, I don't want to run. But when you sign up for class and you do it with more people and you run and run and it's working on your own pace, it's working on your own running technique. It really, um, it really is more fun. Yeah, I've been joining the classes uh, at the beginning, and it's really fun to do it together. I'm not a fan of running. I always do it I by know. myself. But <laughs> I, <laughs> I. Uh, I really like the class because you do it together. I yeah. don't know what it is, but we run group. often though, like even before class, even even yes. before the running one. You, did, you already did like your five k's. Yes, because I uh, because I yeah I don't like, but I wanted to be still be okay running. Uh, yeah, but Boshan's always running. Boshan's always running. But I think that's a very uh, an interesting point that uh, I think that could be the definition of CrossFit. Is doing lots of stuff you don't feel really uncomfortable, but doing it together makes yeah. it fun. Yeah, 
because we've all been in a class and doing a workout and during a workout, you wonder why stuff like why 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 am I here? <laughs> and then you look around, you see all the other people working so hard and suffer also, but getting stronger. And then afterwards, you have that feeling like that. I don't know. It's a kind of adrenaline, good feeling, and you all look at each other like we did that, and we're gonna do it tomorrow again because this is fun. We do it together. We work on our goals, our own goals, but we do it together. Yeah, that's that's nice. Well, I so like cool. that. I like I like you saying that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wow. also like. I think last year I started uh, running a little bit because I like that's the only thing you could do. Everything was closed. Yeah. And if you are disciplined. I found out for myself is you are like disciplined and you run two, three times a week and you keep it up, you can run a decade. Like it just needs like it's the same. Like you know, you're not always gonna be motivated. You just need to be disciplined. Yeah, and also you need proper setup. You know, proper preparation yeah. for that. Um, I honestly didn't expect uh, the running one to boom this quickly. I mean, like <laughs> uh, we started the first class uh, in Malifeld, so we run outside, um, and it's an hour, and. Um, I think uh, we were still in that lockdown that happened um, somewhere beginning January. And, um, you know, with the whole limitation of like two only per coach, um, I set it up only for two people. And it was uh, Marijke that signed up together with uh, Jerson. So it was only then two. Um, so it was really funny. And all of a sudden there was a waiting list already. And then we took a little bit of a, you know, risk since we're just running outside. And then all of a sudden it became a little bit bigger than that. And then like last week we... We had like 11 people. It's a constant like 15, 15, 11 to 15 people of, you know, participating in a running wad. And these are all people that surprisingly, you know, you'd, you'd say actually that everyone in the running running wad would be runners. And if I were to, you know, sincerely look at it, like most of them are actually there to learn how to run. Yeah. And I think, you know, that, that kind of hits the spot is like, you know, um, when people actually practice the things they suck at uh, or they're not not as good at um i think there's one very commendable and two that's you know really more, more worthwhile your time because you're investing in yourself in terms of how to how to you know improve your running because your running is always going to suck until you improve it yeah right? until you until you get better at it until you actually start working and make it less sucky um and i think that's that's just nice to see you know when people are doing this but it's also good because like most of the runners now they're either there to learn the basics but um on the other side uh, some of them are also saying like, hey, maybe I can do a 5K. Hey, maybe I can do a 10K or a half a marathon. And for me as a coach, that's nice to see and it's more gratifying than anything to make people realize they can do so much more than than what they think they can. You know, And then the same goes for workouts. When we think about, oh shit, no, um, I'm going to be having a really difficult time in this workout. But at the end of the day, you know, you did so many rounds or you did it so fast. Yeah. Um, that sense of achievement, that's you know, that's, uh, that's worthwhile. In my opinion. Yeah. You did it for you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, everyone who wants to sign in, how does it work? Just go to the CPC uh, website and then, uh, sign in yourself and do people need to tell you when they sign in? Yeah. So basically, um, everybody signs up individually. Um, there's been questions about like, is there going to be like a team, uh, registration? Uh, we can't do a team registration because, um, they require us to run all the same. Uh, I'm planning to go for a half marathon. Yeah, nah. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Doesn't want to do that. So we ha- we will have to sign individually for that. Um, but uh, there'll eventually be a pop up um, in the mail or in the uh, in the application when you guys can uh, 
uh, or we'll be asking you guys to uh, give us a notice that you guys are going to be running for us or you know in combination with the um, good cause and then you know the t-shirts and stuff like that we'll, we'll work it afterwards behind the scenes but yeah basically sign up individually um, do what you can you know that's I think the most important thing if you guys are interested in signing up um, and also know like you know there's 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 a whole team behind this right so don't think you're gonna be you're gonna be last it's not about that think about like hey I'm part of a team that's gonna be doing this challenge you know it's a challenge for me to to run 21 um, since you know I've been doing most of this stuff like CrossFit style training and not so much more than a 10k yeah um, you know, so for me, it's also going to be a challenge, but I think that's the that's the fun part about it. We get to do it together. No worries, I'm going to be last, so the other person is going to be <laughs> not last. <Second laughs> so last. it's okay. <laughs> I think I took. I'm taking that spot, guys. Don't take my shine on being last. <laughs> you can take the other shine. So yeah, this um, this was a pretty cool uh, conversation we had. Uh, for uh, next time, I think if someone wants to uh, join us and have a conversation with us, yeah, just let us know. Uh, would be pretty cool to get to know the members better yeah and also like i think it's uh nice to you know this is this is a podcast not about us as coaches um obviously the first one is a little bit about more our experiences and stuff but um it is more about you know it, it's for the members and for those that are interested outside our crossfit box to know what what, what crossfit box is all about uh, so if you guys have any interesting topics after hearing this uh, this podcast you know, just shoot us. Uh, let's make it actual in terms of like you know um, relevant topics. You know, we don't want about talking about like how to coach a class. Uh, I guess it's a lot more interesting. Is like how, what what do you expect as a beginner, or what can what can a beginner expect? And it'd be nice to hear it from from one of our members too. So um, definitely hit us up and uh, you know keep listening, keep learning. I'm gonna think about a better catchphrase. And be great! <laughs> go out there and be great! Yeah. Right, stay, vigorous. Hey, stay vigorous, my friends. <laughs> <laughs>